It's the first Sunday of Advent, and each time Advent comes around, we always begin with the second coming of Christ. The gospel this time is taken from Luke, and it's pretty strong. It says, There will be signs in the sun and moon and stars on earth, nations in agony, bewildered by the clamor of the ocean and its waves, men dying in fear as they await what menaces the world. For the powers of heaven will be shaken, and they will see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand erect, hold your heads high, because your liberation is near at hand. And so the first thing that comes to mind is that the church is clearly, clearly, clearly telling us that uh, we are going to be looking at this Christmas as if it is the second coming of Christ. We do that every Christmas, don't get me wrong. I hope that is a prophecy, but in reality, that's not what I'm getting at. I need to prepare for the second coming of Christ as Mary was preparing for the first coming. I and you and us and this parish and this church, we need to get ready for the second coming of Christ. And in the second coming of Christ, uh, the ocean and its waves are going to be in clamor, men dying of fear as they await what menaces the world. You know, the powers of heaven will be shaken. Those are all symbolic terms, obviously. And it usually means the fall of the civilization. And ultimately, in this case, it is the ultimate fall, the time of what we call the Antichrist. And there have been many Antichrists, and there will be one final Antichrist. And here, it says the Son of Man is coming in the cloud with power and great glory. And that gives me a lot of hope. I do hope he comes soon. I really do, that the Lord would come soon. Come, Lord Jesus, come. If he comes soon, every tear will be dried. You know, every sadness, every suffering will disappear. And all of our hearts will simply rejoice. And we'll stand before him, asking for his mercy, of course. Because we all fall short of the law, really. We all have sinned before his eyes. And so we will cry out for his mercy. But... What we have to worry about is this time that's before. And it's a time that we're living right now. I see it all around. I mean, COVID has just magnified this to the umpty umpth degree, you know? COVID has recently, it's been crazy. Um, I think that the Lord is telling us that we have to watch ourselves. We have to get ready for his coming, which means turning towards living of the gospel, a gospel of love, a gospel of loving God, laying down my life at his feet, a gospel of loving my brothers and sisters. Now is the time to actually live of it. Jesus actually warns us in this passage. He says, watch yourselves or your heart will be made hard. And I see that. I see that temptation in me. I'm sure you see it in yourself too, to harden our hearts to the other person, to those around us, to harden our hearts, to our brothers and sisters, to harden our hearts towards anyone that causes fear, fear perhaps of getting sick, fear of COVID, fear of 
you know, the government, fear of the medical areas, fear that everything is going awry in the church, fear at so many levels. So be weary that your hearts might be made hard. And if you are in the process of hardening your heart, you do it in two ways. Jesus describes two different ways. One way is by debauchery and drunkenness. When the times get hard, what do we do? Do we escape? Do we? How do we escape? We escape into sin, and in that we could just turn towards technology, or we could turn towards. Uh, obviously, here it says drunkenness and debauchery, so that's an obvious route. But is an escape? We try to escape the difficulties of our world all around us, or the opposite. The cares of life consume us. The problems with politics consume us. We watch politics all day long. We read articles all day long. And it consumes us. It's the cares of life. It consumes us. And all of a sudden, we wake up and have we loved our brother? Have we loved God? St. John is very clear. He says, he who says he loves God but does not love his brother is a liar. I've heard so many people say, but what about the truth? What about the truth? And it's starting to drive me crazy. What about the truth? The truth really is to live of the gospel and to follow Christ and lay down my life for him. And of course, there are many things that the Lord will call us to die for. There are many things that the Lord will call us to die for. But let's make sure that we're following him and that we're not falling aside that we're not getting distracted, that we're not giving ourselves to lesser things than the true gospel. And so, he will come, stay awake, praying at all times for the strength to survive all that is going to happen. And that, I hope, is what the message of the Holy Spirit is saying to us today. That's what the message of the Holy Spirit is saying to our church. Let us stand erect so that we might have confidence before the Son of Man. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.